Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, Declan, good to see you. Thanks for popping by to see us here on uh, The Score on Corpse 96 FM. Um, how close are, are things to... Uh, been uh, to a takeover, I suppose, for Cork City FC at this stage? I suppose, Trevor, at this stage, um, it's as close as it will ever be, I think, um, from the conversations we've had with, with Dermot Usher over the last couple of weeks and all the due diligence that's been happening and all of the, you know, the work behind the scenes and, and the legal aspects are, you know, we're, we're trying to take care of as much as we possibly can. I think it's just the, the matter of the vote now next Sunday um, by the forest members and if that does pass, then I think, yeah, it's, it's all systems go then and no takeovers potentially on the horizon then before the start of the next season. Good stuff. You, you and your board obviously have, have met him. Um, what's he like? What's his kind of background like, uh, Deck? Yeah, I think, look, from the conversations I've had, like yourself, Trev, he's a, he's a true gentleman anyway. Great great guy to talk to and great guy to talk to about the League of Ireland as well. He's um, quite knowledgeable about it and, um, you know, he's uh, he's spoken as well, I think, this week about how he has enjoyed going to games with his own family over the last, like, decade plus and, um you know, it's a, it, that's a great thing to hear as well. And we talked yeah. about games that he was at and that we were at and, you know, some great memories of League of Ireland games down the years. But yeah, outside of that, then I guess the, the more important things that the fans want to know about is, you know, the, the business aspects as well of what he wants to bring to the table. And we went into, in, you know, in-depth discussions with him about that as well and the finances that he's willing to contribute to the club that, look, sadly, the reality is that Forrest just can't, uh, can't contribute. But... Look, um, yeah, it's very exciting uh, prospects to to bring bring Dermot in, and um, yeah, we'll we'll see how things go next Sunday. But yeah, we're hopeful of uh, an affirmative vote from the members anyway, and yeah, fingers crossed that's that's how it goes next Sunday. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, he's dipped his toes in kind of League of Ireland before, hasn't he? He's looked into a few clubs. Yeah, yeah, I think that's been reported in the media as well. And look, I think look from our perspective, we we asked them about those, and look, I think some of those are inflated by the media. Uh, you know yourself that can happen from time to time, but uh, yeah, like I think that's uh, that's a positive thing. He's done his homework on different clubs, and I think throughout that uh, practice, he's he's learned about how League of Ireland clubs operate and the different budgets that different clubs at different levels are competing at. Um, and I think look. To be fair to him, he's he's done his homework, and you know he, he, the the potential prospect of Cork City has come up now, and that's the one that I think has has uh, caught his eye um, uh, compared to the other um, you know the conversations he's had with other clubs, and mm-hmm. I think that's that's something quite positive, and you know I think the from the way he's described his meetings with other clubs and conversations, you know I don't think they've gone to anywhere near the depth that he's gone to uh, in in the in the sense of the the financial projections that he's hoping to put together for the club the potential budgets for Cork City FC and um, you know I think we've much gone much farther down the line than than he would have with other clubs Yeah Will he take over then in its entirety just solo owner kind of Yeah club? absolutely Yeah, No, he's obviously spoken about um, you know keeping Forrest involved in some sense and mm. you know having uh, quarterly meetings with the Forest board whatever the makeup of that would be in years to come um, and having like a town hall style, style meeting then with the Forest membership once a year as well so you know Forrest in its uh, original guise was set up to be the guardians of Cork City FC mm. and I think it can continue to, to do that and Dermot is you know very willing to 
you know, first of all, I, I, goes, I guess get the, the vote and the mandate from the membership next Sunday and then continue to, you know, have regular meetings and discussions and, um, you know, be held accountable as well by the forest membership because, you know, that's something that can't be taken for granted. I think we've we've seen, like, over the, the last 15 years or so, the, the power that forests can have, like, and, you know, that's not to be taken for granted by anyone. And, um, you know, it's something that Dormit's uh, quite passionate about as well and fan involvement, mm-hmm. volunteerism. So, yeah, it's uh, it's all been positive so far in terms of his um, discussions with us and how he sees, you know, the relationship with Forrest going forward as well. Good stuff. What would it mean, what would it mean for the likes of yourself, Dick, and the board members currently? Yeah, I, I suppose uh, at the end of the day, Trev, we're the, the, the board of the Friends of Rebel Army Society, so we're the, the board of Forest. We'll, we'll continue in that sense. Look, four board members, uh, Dave, John Paul, yeah. Connor and Cullum, they, they said that they will be stepping down in the new year. Um, myself and Gar will be staying on. Um, and look, I still have a year left to run on my own term anyway on the Forest board. So look, we'll we'll stay on and look, Forest would have to take a, a, a different shape than obviously what it's been doing over the last decade or so in terms of running a, a football club operationally. Um, and yeah, look, there'll be a, a, a new Forest board and a, a, a new generation of board members come in, um, which is again what Forest is all about. Like it's, you know, about bringing in new blood to the board and, and new ideas. And, um, you know, if the vote does go through, Forest will still exist. And, um, you know, Dermot as well has been, you know, uh, talking about what what type of finance for he, he will set Forest up with as well once the takeover does happen, if it does uh, get put through next, next Sunday. So. You know, I think Forrest will be in, in great shape if the vote does get put through. If it doesn't, look, as I said, uh, the lads have, have said to me and uh, they're comfortable saying that they will be stepping away um, regardless in, in the new year and um, wish them the best of luck. Look, we've we've all put our lives and blood, sweat and tears into this, Trevor, the last couple of years. And that's not to say, look, I'm drained from it or I'm I'm, I'm fed up or sick of it. Look, I, I never give up on a challenge like, and I'll never give up on the club. And um, yeah. I'll be sticking around and doing my, my best anyway, regardless. And the lads have done done their best and their terms are up as well. And they're more than, you know, within their rights to, to walk away when the time is right and they feel the time is right. And, you know, there'll be huge changes regardless over the next uh, two or three months whatever way the vote goes next yeah. Sunday. But yeah, interesting uh, interesting times ahead for Forrest yeah. and the club. But look, I think it's um, largely positive anyway. And you know, we'll, we'll do our best to make sure that Cork City FC and Forrest is set up as best as possible for the next season, um, regardless of how the vote goes next Sunday. Right. And um, you correct me if I'm wrong, no, but I picked up somewhere there on Friday night that, you know, this new guy Dermot Usher is, is willing to come in at a loss. Like he knows that it's, it's difficult to make money, obviously. Legal oh, yeah. Yeah. But he's prepared to... Come in at a loss. Like, I don't yeah. know how true that is. Yeah, and look, that's what most of the private investors do uh, for the the clubs competing in the Premier Division. Trev, like I think last season, look, a, a lot went in our favour. Things didn't go in our favour as well in terms of like the forest structure and you know costs increasing and you know, geez, the cost of travel and hotels and everything like that. Like all gone way above what mm. we budgeted at the start of the year with everything that's going on at the moment. And um, look, that's just something we couldn't deal with. But then. On the other side of it, we got some great attendances, great crowds, and there was um, financial revenues driven through other streams. And we did our best to try and counteract the, you know, the cost of living crisis that's ongoing at the moment. But, you know, someone like the, like Dermot, who ha- does have, you know, significant funds in the bank, he can 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 roll with those punches a bit easier. Like that's yeah, naturally yeah. how it will go. But, yeah, he's not in this to make a profit or anything like that. Like it's a, no no one would get into the League of Ireland to to make a profit, especially in the short term. Maybe long term, if you've got enough investment and you know support from governments and you know the FAI and such, there might be something like that. But nothing like that is on the horizon that we can see anyway in the short term, and it will just be an extremely challenging season next year for us um, under the Forest fan ownership model. There's there's no doubt about that. Like costs are still increasing, mm. and um, you know we've given Colin Healy as 
competitive budget as we can under the forest model. It's look, it's a, I suppose what what, what would you call it if if you compared it to the other clubs, a bottom three budget, I suppose. And look, we'd be still confident that Colin can push beyond the boundaries of that, like he did last year in the first division. Like we didn't have the highest budget in the in the league, but we still yeah. finished ahead of, you know, the, the likes of Galway, Waterford, and the, you mm. know it was. Uh, He's able to get more out of the players. I'm absolutely certain of that, and um, you know, especially the players that Liam Carney's bringing through the academy as well. Like there's, there's great young lads coming through, and I, I, I think we'd still be competitive. Um, but look, it's uh, it, 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 it's there's a certain element of risk associated with it. But I think that risk is significantly reduced if, you know, we do have the mm. Dormit Ushers funds to to back us up next year and and in the years beyond. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Yeah, I was just going to say that actually like with Dermot Usher coming in with the budget increase for the next season Oh yeah, absolutely yeah like I think look as I said we'd be probably looking at you know definitely survival mode next season staying in the division would be the goal like and that we would consider that a fantastic season but with the discussions we've had with Dermot you're more talking about look a fantastic season would possibly be qualifying for Europe you know competing with the top third of the table instead of the bottom third um, but I would be, you know, the way he's been talking and the conversations he's had have with Colin, it's, it's a, you know, it's a different ball game, really. Like it's, a, yeah. and look, that's what we all want at the end of the day, Trev. Like we want a, a product on the pitch that you know brings the the Cork public out and captures the imagination of the fans, and yeah. you know players are, you know, competing with the likes of Shamrock Rovers, Derry, Bowes, Dundalk, you know, and and that's what we want. We want those great nights in Turners Cross again on a Friday night, and you know, I just. Uh, you know, I do have concerns about how how that might look next season, but look, yeah. I it, we we'll still do our best regardless. And um, you know, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how things go on Sunday. Yeah. If the you know, depending on what what message Dormer delivers to the the members, and if they if they back his his vision, look, he's as I said, he's not looking to um, plow in millions in his first couple of years. Um, mm. he, you know, he the conversations we've had, he he likes to run a tight ship and. Um, steady growth and you know practice of prudency like like we have done the last couple of years. So our, our vision is largely similar. It's just that you know Forest just doesn't have the investment potential behind it. Yeah, if someone's asked now, Dick, like what, what would it cost per season to run a League of Ireland club? I know it varies. Obviously, the Premier Division is going to be more yeah. expensive. 
but it's a, it's a fair whack of money, and it's to run a League of Ireland club. Per oh season. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking like you know, well over seven figures anyway. Yeah. Like it's yeah, and and it's and it's growing, and like it's again with the way things are at the moment, like it's just impossible to predict the costs of various factors. Like everything's gone up, buses, hotels, security costs, and mm. like it's just uh, very difficult. Like we've nine teams. At the moment, like it's very different when Forrest took over the club a decade or so ago. You know, it's like there was one or two teams, and you know the the club was was much smaller and manageable. But like it's like we have we could have four or five teams on the road on a, any given weekend. Like mm. and the, like the effort that that takes between the coaches and the, all the kit and the gear and the buses and the yeah. you know the hotel and the food and everything else. And it's just you know, and then you need admin staff as well to back that up as well because it's just becoming such an, a, a workload for all of them as well. The more teams that are added through licensing and. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's extremely challenging. It's not impossible. Like we've you know we've done so much the last couple of years. Like you've seen what we've done. We've brought the club from you know significant levels of debt and you know potentially you know going to being in a position of not getting a license before the season starts to being in a net asset position now. So mm. you know we 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 can show that it can be done. And look, but I think in, there was a lot on our side, and we were in the first division competing at the top. And I think that did bring out the, the Cork public to support us and back us as well. Um, and obviously, you know, I think everything came together in a perfect storm. You had Colin Healy as well, but a group of young Cork lads as well that, mm. you know, seemed to capture the imagination of the public. And it, it all came together in a, it, and we we did get promoted, which was our goal. And it, it was it was a fantastic season. But I just think, yeah, it's, it, there are bigger challenges ahead for us. And yeah. um, I do have worries about it. But look, we'll... We'll do our best regardless of, of how things go next Sunday. Yeah, and you mentioned the, the lads there, the, the local Cork lads who got City back into the top division. Um, a number of them have re-signed. Like how many realistically players, new players will be coming in, do you think? Oh, I suppose that's, you know, up, <laughs> for, know. up for the gaffer, I suppose. I know, like yeah. he's, he's weighing up his options. And look, it's challenging for him too as well, to be fair, yeah. Trevor. Like he's, uh, he's in a situation now, look, let's be honest, players are going to want as much as they possibly can. Um, they know that a budget under Dermot Usher is very different to a budget under Forrest and you know they live and breathe it every day like and um, you know are they keeping their options open as well I, if, if I was a player I'd be, especially in this climate I'd be you know just as you know uh, thinking about myself and my families and um, you know mm. they're well within their rights to do that, and that look that's making Colin's job uh, even more challenging with regards signing up players and hopefully we'll get that resolved next Sunday one way or another anyway and but look he has his budget under the forest model and it's just about you know potentially topping it up if if, if Dermot does take over so he has made signings great to see some of the lads back already like uh, you know Keen Murphy and Barry Coffey and yeah. you know just to name a few and you know there's there's a couple of more in the works as well to be announced in the next week or so but um, yeah look I I guess it'll be all systems go then from from mid December on. Uh, whether wh- what way things go next Sunday? I know, yeah. And Turners Cross has been mentioned as well. Would if you yeah. maybe further development there? Yeah, and look, it, it's great. Now we've had the the twenty twenty year agreement now with the MFA as well on the on the stadium, which is great. Look, Dormit's not in this anyway for like a property play or, or trying to get land or anything like that. Like he hasn't mentioned anything of the sort or possibly buying Turners Cross. Um, you know, he's willing to work with the MFA and make, you know, strategic investments into the ground as well. Um, I think we all know, Trevor, to be honest, like, look, things like the toilets and, uh, you know, it's just coincidental, that's the business that, uh, that Dormit <laughs> made his fortune in. But, uh, yeah, and the, things like the PA system and, you know, things like the food offerings in the ground and, um, you know, things like that, just trying to make it a comfortable place for fans and supporters. Like, I think that's, 
you know, you you bring someone to a League of Ireland game sometimes and you might think, oh, I hope they don't have to go to the toilet or I hope they don't have to go here or I hope they don't want a burger or something like Because, you know, it's not, <laughs> it might be a bit dodgy at the best of times. Like, but look, he's trying to, you know, make things as 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 positive as he as he can and look some of the ideas he's uh, he's mentioned to us there are some excellent short-term ideas that i'm sure we could all you know rattle off the tip of our tongues and there's some interesting ideas he has as well um that we just couldn't do under the forest model either like you know it's yeah. just we, we wouldn't have that level of investment and and even be able to work with the mfa but yeah. um you know we have to go through much more significant efforts like john paul on our board he does a lot of work with the different councils and governing bodies on grants and things like that and you know the effort that we have to go through to to get things like that sponsored, and um, it's uh, you know it's extremely difficult. But you know t- t- things would be uh, that little bit more easier. Um, yeah. If we did have Dormit support, yeah. Yeah, and the one that always comes up obviously is training facilities. Would it be interested maybe have looking around with a view to having a Cork City purposely built training complex at any stage or? Yeah, I, I suppose, Trevor, look, at the end of the day, we still have the, you know, quote-unquote shovel-ready Glanmire project as well, like, which is, you know, the, that's an FAI-run initiative, like, and we would be the anchor tenants of that, and that would continue as well um, mm. if the takeover was to go through. So, look, there could be options there, but I suppose you'd have to talk to the man himself. That would be a significant investment that I certainly don't want to put his uh, his name behind yet. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, definitely an option anyway, yeah. Yeah, and just coming to the end, Dick, like, we all know that you were touching a while ago, being in Europe is where the money is now. I mean, within the league, it is, yeah, financially, yeah. is not huge, obviously, but yeah. it's where the money is, isn't it? So it is, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And look, we had it a few years ago, Trevor, and look, uh, at the end of it, it, things didn't turn out too well. And, you know, it, again, it was just such a balancing act. Like, it's uh, mm. things are so volatile, uh, the way things were and how we run the club year to year under the, the fan ownership model. And it's very difficult and challenging. And But look, you're spot on, like, that's where the money is at. And, like, if you can... You know, even go one step for, further, like Rovers and Dundalk have done there in recent years, and, mm. and get into the the group stages and the level of competition that you're playing with and the TV rights. Like, I mean, yeah. look at Shamrock Rovers and Dundalk, like they've been on BT Sport and things like that. You know, over yeah. the last few years, like it's just the level of coverage that you can get and the commercial opportunities that could come from being in Europe are just, you know, they far outweigh the, you know, the the domestic game, and yeah. that's just the reality of it. But look, I think Dormit, to be fair to him, as well, he's got great contacts in the FEI and within the league, and. Um, I think he can push the boundaries there as well and help help in that aspect. And he's got great, you know, commercial relationships and business relationships with other biz, other businesses. Um, and he's given us some ideas to that as well. Like, but look, I, I I think he'd have a great influence as well with the FAI and some of the some of the top figures in there. So yeah, we'll uh, yeah hope yeah, anyway. Even regardless, he can help us in a few things. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. The final one saw deck is the fixtures. They're out in the middle of December, isn't it? Rovers at home first would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, Shamrock yeah. Rovers are done. Dock at home now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that'd be the big one. Um, you know, and hopefully our national broadcasters would uh, would uh, have an eye on that as well, and you know have uh, packed Turners Cross. 7.45 on a Friday night, first game of the season. Cork City are back and we're back where we belong. And uh, I suppose that's the, the main thing that fans can be happy about and celebrate over this Christmas, Trevor. But look, hopefully we'll have you know, more updates in the coming days. It's a hugely important time anyway, I think, for Forest members. And uh, you know they have a very important decision to make. And yeah, we'll see how, how things go next Sunday. And um, yeah, exciting times ahead as always. Yeah, so, up the so Rebel Army. Up the Rebel Army. Good luck on uh, Sunday next. And um, thanks for popping in to see us here again and Broadcasting House.